Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. This is EJ Smith, and you're on board Flight 785. EJ Smith with the intro. This is Flight 785. My name is Kenyan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know how I get down. And I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. Outstanding. And guess who showed up from a land far, far away? My sister, Terry, is here from a land far far away how are we doing terry how are we doing i'm doing excellent today it is great to see you back on the podcast guys terry has been here for uh how long has she been here carrie about a week a she, week week and a half she's yeah, been, it's been a week as of today it's a week she, she's been hanging out here at cedar crest south for the week and truth be told, I can't say that it has been a joy that she has been here i can't say it that. has been a very Nice. I cannot believe this I, joy. Well, let me let me. It had there have been some joyful moments, I will say, but the whole trip has not been a joy. Yes, it has that. been a joy. So what I've been what dealing happens with, over Christmas stays with Christmas. Well, what had happened was I guys, you know, I have low blood sugar, and so from time to time I do have a. When did particular, he start having low blood sugar, Carrie? What I, is this? I have no idea. This is just out of thin air. Guys, okay, okay, thanks. Guys, I will say that I do have low blood sugar, and from time to time, I do get a box of Reese's Puffs, a bowl, if you, you will. You mean you just have and cravings. My my sister ate my whole box of Reese's Puffs. That is not true. doggone box, but I digress. I digress. I told her that I will be invoicing her, which I will be doing at the completion of her trip. I wouldn't have so, gotten into it if you hadn't been into it like at 10 o'clock at night and I was watching you. And then the next morning I had to down two bowls. This must have happened when I was asleep. It happened. But <laughs> I, I digress. Yep. Welcome aboard, guys, to Flight 785. This is the show where I grab some stories and we chop it up guys it is a good time i guarantee it this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and i will have to tell you at the very beginning of the show that i have what you call diplomatic immunity what that means is i may say some things that may ruffle some feathers but don't get upset we're all friends here don't get upset effective in january we it, all it, have diplomatic immunity right carrie yes Okay. Ain't nobody got time for or that. Or there's no such thing as diplomatic immunity and you're accountable for yourself. But I digress. I, I digress, guys. <laughs> this is what happens when people try to do perpetuate a war on men, and I won't have it, guys. Your fearless host will not have a war on men on Flight 785. Men, you are safe on this show. You are safe. This is a safe I, I realize space. why this week has been peaceful. I've had an ally all week. Well, oh, thank you, Carrie. Yes, well, I try. Well, you know what the good thing is? She's leaving in two days, okay? She Kenyan. is leaving. I that can't is very, wait. That is very upsetting. She is leaving in two days. That is inappropriate. Do you know how I'm going to feel when I see her car pull out of the subdivision? <laughs> 
You did not. Yes. You did not. Yes, guys. It will be. I might just have to go with her. It will be a glorious time. You promise? That's fine. It will be. It will be a glorious time when she pulls out of my subdivision. I guarantee you that. Kenyon is going to be crying in his Reese's Puffs when I leave. He definitely will. That's not going to happen. But I digress. What are we watching, Carrie? What have we been watching on the telly? So we've been watching Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. And then as a family, we did watch on Netflix. They have a new Christmas movie out with Jennifer Gardner. uh, Family Switch. Family Switch. It was cute. So let's get to Family Switch first. What did you think about it? It was a good movie or what? Yeah, I thought it was cute. Okay. Terry, how did you feel about it? There was some humor. I thought it was cute, and it there was humor. If I laugh out loud, then it was good. Yeah. And I laughed the, out loud. There was a about times. five laugh out louds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was good. So, Fantastic. Not bad. And, and it wasn't then, cheesy cheesy. It was right. good. Right. And then selling sunset. Selling sunset oh, is gosh. it is a group of women Kenan's uh, in, reality show. It yep. is a group of women in Los Angeles and they have uh, a gentleman that leads the brokerage. It is a real estate brokerage. His name is Jason. Actually, has, there's twins. Yes, he's got a twin brother, but Jason is the owner of the brokerage. Then you have all mm-hmm. these women in here. That is the ins and outs, guys. It is the ins and outs of real estate and these women, how they get yeah, along. I and don't how, know. I don't know how much real estate I think, is. I think it's like 15% real estate. Yep. Well, what would you call it? The relationships. 50% argument. The relationships yeah. between the women. Is what it is, guys. Drama. The relationship. Fashion, high-end fashion. You have these women, they're wearing clothes that I would never have my lady friend wear. Or anyone. (laughs) Or anyone. And these women get into it They're not appropriate for the workplace, for sure. And these women do not get along. Is that about the premise of it all, Carrie? They can't get along. They get along when they're backstabbing someone they're behind back, their back. They're yeah. backstabbing each talking other. Talking behind their back. Yeah, the, left the, the whole right gossiping. And yeah, they get along then. As truth, long as they're not talking about some themselves. Truth yeah. be told, guys, I only watch educational films. You know that, and television programming. What? Carrie loves this type of stuff, but while it, what it is. I is, think I'm the only one that watched PBS this it's, week. It's nothing Whoa. but a cat fight, guys. I mean, <laughs> to sum it up, if you want to know about Selling Sunset, it's basically. Yes, just cat fighting left <laughs> and right. And you know what? Truth be told, full transparency, I am here for it. It is good stuff, I guarantee. But I digress. We need to start off with the flight plan, Carrie. Are you ready for the flight plan? I'm ready. Okay, what we are going to speak about is, you know, the Christmas trees. And as Christmas is in, in our rearview mirror, we're going to speak about when to take down the Christmas tree. Okay. Now, granted, this is the last show of 2023 guys the last show and so we're going to talk about christmas trees and when you take those down we're also going to talk about the seven rarest types of employees in the workplace these are employees that uh, a a person basically said these are rare employees and there are seven types of them so we'll talk about that i'm sure you're one of them and then we're gonna of course for real of course and then we're gonna get into thank you for the compliment and then we're going to get into (laughs) an incident that happened at mcdonald's Along with learn something, right? And I believe my sister Terry is going to do learn yes. something. Yes, she's yes. graciously taken over this week. Okay, so what what are you? What is the learn something topic, Terry? The learn something topic is little known facts about New Year's. Little known facts about New Year's. Okay, fantastic. And then we get into "Am I the a hole?" which is a segment of off Reddit where oh, we oh. find out. <laughs> 
if this person is or is not basically the a-hole regarding what they did. So just settle in. It will be a good one, Carrie. Terry, I guarantee it will be a good one. So are we ready, Carrie? We're ready. Terry, are you ready? Yes, sir. Fantastic. Okay. Christmas trees, right? You have the Christmas season that comes around once a year, and everyone has a good time with Christmas. But let's talk about your trees, okay? Your Christmas trees. Are you talking trees. about the real or the fake? Well, all of them. Well, it says Christmas is over. And the time to take down our beautifully dressed, decorated, and delightful smelling tree is fast approaching, right? December 26th. And so now we have to talk about when are you, when people will take down the Christmas trees, okay? They say that December 31st, December 31st is when some people take their trees down. And it says that. People take down their Christmas tree on New Year's Eve before the bell tolls at midnight. Otherwise, it's said you'll be dragging all your baggage and bad luck from last year into the new year. If you're superstitious about these things. So January 31st is one of the dates that they you say. You should be getting ready for the party. Well, they say that's when you should. That but no, not January 31st. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I digress. December 31st. Okay. Is when they say yes. you should take down one of the dates that people take down the Christmas no, tree. No, you're they busy getting ready for the party well, that day. Well, they want you to take it down because then if it go rolls over into the new year, then you're dragging, you know, all the baggage and bad luck. So that's December 31st. Then you have January 5th is another day. And they say take your tree down on this day, traditionally considered the 12th day of Christmas. Okay. Think of it as getting closure to the holiday season. So you have January 5th. That's one day that people take them down. Another day is January 6th. For the Epiphany. Yes, that is an observance of the Epiphany, a Christian holiday marking the revelation of God in human form in the person of Jesus. Again, some would say leaving your tree up beyond the 5th or 6th brings bad luck. Correct. That is what they say. And when, truth be told, guys, if you ask me, okay, when it comes to taking the Christmas tree down, and they say take it down any time of those dates, do you know what I say to myself? Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, Ain't nobody got time for that. The tree needs to go up on December 20th and come down on December 26th no. by 6 no. p.m. No. By 6 p.m., no. the tree That's needs to come down enough. on you, December 26th. These are the dates. You put the tree up on the Friday after Thanksgiving because you have it off. You have time. Yeah. You get it all cleaned up. That way you can enjoy it for two days before you go back to work. And right. then you take down the tree December 26th, that way it's all cleaned up before you go back to work in between Christmas and New Year's. That way you have a clean slate for New Year's. That way your house is nice and clean and organized for the New Year's Eve party. You don't sit there and put up a Christmas tree and all those Christmas ornaments all day on Christmas or New Year's Eve. How do you have time for that? You got to take a nap. You got to cook. Oh you got to get ready for the party. Oh boy! Right, right. It's well, not what, time to be cleaning up all day and oh. working. What say you, Terry? What say you regarding Christmas trees? What I I agree with the putting it up um, either on Thanksgiving day before Thanksgiving. 
something like that. Not that's before, that's that's no. fun. Yeah, you could put it up, you know, a day or two before Thanksgiving, so everyone can enjoy it. You know, if you have people coming over, the taking down now, Carrie. December 26th, doggone, you know, you barely unwrapped your gifts, you know, and now the tree's coming Once down. Once you're cleaning up that wrapping paper, clean it all up. Oh, boy. Okay. So, no, no, I think maybe, maybe mm, December 30th, 29th and 30th, because, you know, a lot of people take off that week also. So, they'd have time to take down the tree and then, you know, vacuum, move on to everything else. Me thinks not, guys. Okay. My, me thinks not. Here's the deal, guys. I think my sister takes it down right right around uh, 7 p.m. Christmas Day. The, oh, my the, goodness. The, the tree should go up on <laughs> the 20th, and the tree should come down on the 26th, no later than 6 p.m. And truth be told, the lights need to come down, too. Okay, okay here I'm we go. When here I go. drive through my subdivision, I don't want to see Christmas lights up. Okay, right now it is December 30th. I shouldn't see any Christmas lights up. And what I'm going to do is There's a tomorrow. There's nice lights up in your subdivision. Well, actually, tonight, I'm going to go through my subdivision. And any house I see with Christmas oh, lights goodness. on, I'm recording their address. And then I'm calling the HOA on Monday morning. The Grinch. Snitch, I'm calling. Yeah. I the am calling. Grinch after I'm, Christmas. Actually, I'm calling the HOA on the whatever Grinchy, day the, they will be open. The because this is, this is yep. ridiculous. I will not, guys, tell me I'm not the only one. Snitches get e stitches. E wait a minute. Wait a minute, Terry. I don't know what he's snitching on because there's no rule, though. What, yeah, what do you mean? I, I know. I don't, what did I don't you, know what, what he's did, talking about. What did you just say, Terry? I said snitches get stitches. Guys. How is that, Hilvia? Yeah, what is that? Terry. Oh, that doesn't guys, even relate. Truth be told, guys. Terry has a very distinct accent when she says certain things. Say that again. What? Say that I phrase do again. Not, it did not say sound what country. you said. Say what you said. Exactly how you said it, Terry. Snitches get stitches. Guys, am I lying? Yes, you are. Am There's no I accent. Lying, I don't hear any. Accent. I don't hear anything. Either. I don't know what it is. If it's a mix between Forrest Gump and. Uh, I don't know. It K is a mix. Kansans don't have accents. She's not from Kansas. She's from she's from Missouri. I'm okay? not she's, from Missouri. I'm from, from Ohio. She's from Missouri. Okay. Oh, she's boy. sitting across from me wearing. These days, people don't know where they're from. She's sitting. Uh, Carrie. She's sitting. Carrie. She's sitting We're across supposed to be from allies me here in the studio. Wearing, no, just in general, people don't know where they're from anymore. She's oh, wearing. They a come from so many different places. She's wearing a Kansas City Chiefs shirt, okay? She's from Missouri, okay? She is from but Missouri. But I digress. No. I digress. We are going to keep it moving. We are going to keep it moving. So, Carrie, there is an article regarding a woman that will tell you that there are the seven rarest types of employees, and she is a CEO, and she is a founder of an executive search firm, and she will tell us the seven rarest employees. Okay? Is this rare as in good or rare as in bad? Well, you're about to find out. She calls them all unicorns, okay? So the first one is the fast unicorn, okay? And the fast unicorn says being fast doesn't mean you say yes to everything. It means quickly discerning what needs an immediate response and what does not. There is no dithering. 
Fast unicorns are decisive, will play hardball with tenacity and efficiency, and will finish their work on time, Carrie. That is the fast unicorn. And there's seven of them? There are seven different employees that this woman is speaking of, and that is one of them, the fast unicorn. Is this a trick question for Terry and I to identify what kind of unicorn you are? Um, Well... Oh boy! I mean, no, it's not a question. <laughs> it's just just something. So moving on, All we right. have the authentic unicorn. All right. Now with the authentic unicorn, no one expects you to be perfect at your job, especially in the beginning. But the worst thing you can do is be inauthentic, which which means when you mess up, be open about it. Authentic people have a way of sharing their mistakes with humility, which can bring people together. So you have the authentic unicorn. Then you have the solver unicorn. When faced with challenges, people can either choose to be on the problem side or the solution side. Those who choose to find solutions, who refuse to be victims, and who spend energy moving past those challenges are irreplaceable. That is the solver, of course. Okay. Okay. Right? Then you have the self-aware. Knowing your strengths and weaknesses and understanding how to approach crucial conversations is perhaps rarer than ever. Self-aware people are less likely to take up unnecessary space in meetings, waste people's time, or make others uncomfortable. When given constructive and genuine feedback, they'll take it to heart. That's definitely not me. That's me. That's definitely. So you would be the self-aware. I'm some of all of them. You are. Yes. Okay. So far. So next is the curious (laughs) unicorn. Okay. Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs once said, much of what I stumbled into by following my curiosity and intuition turned out to be priceless later on. So many of humanity's greatest minds celebrate curiosity as a key factor of their success. So when a candidate is curious, it suggests a genuine engagement and interest beyond a paycheck. The next unicorn is the likable unicorn. I'm always amazed at how often the candidate who prevails is simply the one who plays well with others. Many companies end up having to fire or wishing they could fire the brilliant jerk who is on staff. But the likable have the ability to stay employed and even get promoted simply through relational or relational equity, a store of goodwill you've built up with another person over time. And so the final one is the productive one. There's not a one-size-fits-all prescription for productivity. Being a productive unicorn comes down to three factors. Knowing how you work best, staying organized, and valuing outcomes over output. So those are your seven, right? Uh You have the fast one, the authentic, the solver, the self-aware, the curious, the likable, and the productive unicorn. Which one are you? Which one am I? Yes, which, which one? I you would say you are. I would say, well, I know which one I am because I have self awareness, and the I would curious. say, no, not curious. I would say I am the productive unicorn <laughs> and the likable unicorn oh, because I I'm, will tell uh, you, I will please let me speak my truth. <laughs> I will tell you Goodness. that they asked one of my managers, one of the higher ups in the company, asked one of my managers about me, and it got back to me. Uh-huh. And one of the higher ups in the company asked, you know, one of my first managers and said what do you think about kenyan and do you know what she told him can't even imagine Mm-mm. did she lie and motorheads geeks oh, slugs, oh, okay. here we go here we go dickheads 
They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. That is real talk, guys. That is real talk. Truth I'm be the told. solver and the productive one. You're the solver or the productive one. I don't like to be liked. You don't like I don't have don't. to be liked. You, you don't have to be liked. <laughs> no, I just get the work done. You just get and keep the, work. the peace. I see. I see. So that's what we have, guys. <laughs> and then we need to get into the next. Terry, which one are you? You said you are a I'm, mixture of both. I'm the fast one. And then I can't remember what the other one was. I'm a mixture of kind of all of them. You are? Yes. You're the fast one. You get stuff done fast. I get, I, yes. Really? And productive. The productive. Would you say you get a lot of things done fast? Would you say that you get a lot of things done fast? Depends on what on, they on, are. On, on, on the other side of work. Not work related, just casual things. Would you say it, that dep- you get- it depends on if it needs to be done fast. If it's something I'm enjoying, then, you know, I may make it take a little while. You you will. Yes, yes, like like your Reese's Puffs. I'm letting them last a little bit. I'm glad you got two boxes. Guys, we went to the mall today. I, I have to veer off real quick. We went to the oh, mall no. today. Oh, boy. And my sister said that she had to get some calendars. And I said, calendars? <laughs> and she said, yes, I have to get some calendars. For the new year. And for, for the, the new, new year. year. And yes. I said, I said, are you talking about paper calendars? Yes, I have to I, get some I, I paper calendars. I this too. I didn't know people bought calendars I, and, anymore. I just always remember seeing at the end of January, they're on sale now. Right. And there's tons of them. And I'm saying to myself, what are we getting paper? You have a calendar in your pocket. It is your phone. But she told me that she has four calendars at her home. Right? Is that true? That is true, yes. Okay, so you have four calendars in your home. Right now, no, I only have three, but now, 2024, I will have four. Guys, she drugged me. for 2024. She drugged me through the mall, guys. We were at the calendar place. Do you know he sat down? He went (laughs) over to the lounge and sat down. I'm like, what the heck? I had to go sit down because she is walking around looking at calendars. And the calendars that I saw before I walked down were The Secret Life of Squirrels. Okay, that was one of them. He asked me if I wanted that. The calendar. secret, the secret life of squirrels, and then one was a presidential calendar, and then another <laughs> one was dog calendars, and I can't remember what the other one was. That Korean group of those men that look like women, and there's all oh, kinds boy. of different calendars, I just, and I just don't understand. I it. just got an idea for yes. an app. Yes. Maybe Terry has inspired. Someone needs to create apps for different kind of calendars on the phone so that sh- you can have those visuals from the, that you get from the paper calendar on an app calendar. Why do you oh, have... Oh, that's a great idea. Ain't nobody got time for that. Why do you have four <laughs> calendars at your home? I need you to be I, as... I, please, I need okay. you to be Pacific. One is for the kitchen. Then I have to hold have... On, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have a calendar for the kitchen yes because i write down when the dogs are supposed to get their medicine on the calendar okay and then where's the other one at the other one is in the bedroom okay because it has it has peaceful views so when i wake up in the morning i see a peaceful view and when i go to sleep i see a peaceful view cocaine is a hell of a drug okay and then what's the next one where are the rest at? the next one one of them will be um on the coffee table and that one's probably going to be the probably, well, I can't say the name, you know, but it's going to be one that makes you laugh. That's what's going to be on the coffee table. And then the one on my desk in my office is going to be an informative one. Informative one. Yes. But you have a calendar on your phone. 
And one on the computer. And on the computer. The ones on the desk okay. and the coffee okay, table are terrible. Okay, we're moving calendars. on. We're moving on, guys. My head is <laughs> starting to hurt. That. My she, head at least is, she'll my, never forget what day it is. That's my right. Is, my, my but head. she'll have to double check with the phone to find the date. Yes, my, head, my head is starting to hurt. We need to move on. We need to move on. Carrie, are you ready for the next one? I am. Okay. Yes, I, I think we need to move on. Enough of this <laughs> calendar talk. I've had enough. So McDonald's, okay, we all know You're that- You're at the McDonald's again? Yes, we all know that wonderful restaurant- I, I feel like you're craving it. Didn't we talk about this last- When Terry two was, weeks getting, ago? When, when Terry we, we was did. getting fish fillets at McDonald's, but I digress. Are they giving McDonald's. you free burgers or something? Yeah. Is that why or, you keep talking about you, them, Kenya? Or are they on the ban list? Here's what happened at McDonald's, Okay. There was, this happened, well, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all later where it happened, but a 44-year-old manager in training named LaToya Gladney was claiming her employees were disrespecting her. Miss Gladney reportedly then called her husband, Dwayne Waden, for help. The incident report reviewed by Business Insider alleges that when Mr. Waden arrived at the restaurant, he walked around the counter and placed his hands around the neck of an employee and attempted to push his head, wait for it, into the fryer. Oh, oh. hell no. What? what? Yes. Yes. He attempted to push his head towards the deep fryer. A fight reportedly ensued between, you know, the gentleman that came to the restaurant and the employees. And the gentleman that came to the restaurant was punching the employees at McDonald's. And any employee or all the employees. Oh gosh. That's ridiculous. One of the employees suffered a large contusion to his forehead and his right eye, plus scratches on his neck. Did he get bad food poisoning or No, he was the husband of the manager and but, she complained but... about them. Oh, oh, yeah, she complained about the employees, <laughs> so he came up to take up for her. That's gotcha. ridiculous. That's ridi- yes. That is yeah, terrible. That's horrible. Yes, and what makes things even crazier is Mr. Waden, he is a pastor at the Elevated Life International <laughs> Ministry. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. no. Yes. He oh. is a pastor at the Elevated Life International Ministries. So he just yes. came to give blessings. He no, Carrie. You don't bless people with hot oil. Okay, no, that's not what you do. Don't. You, you don't do oil. Do Maybe he just thought, well, no, oil's you oil. You don't do that. So, Mister Wade, that's crazy. Was arrested. Okay. Now, can you imagine, guys? Can you imagine you show up to church on Sunday morning and you say, Pastor, what did you do? How was your weekend? And what he said was. I tried to burn someone with hot oil. I put my hand around someone's neck and tried to put them in the fryer. Would you be attending that church, Terry? I ask you. No, I, I wouldn't. No, I don't think the, so. The devil got to him. Okay, okay. I'm we're, we're, we're going to move on. We, you know, we're <laughs> we're going to move on. Uh, that is all I have. Terry, are you ready for Learn Something? Yes, are, I am. Are ready you for motivated learn. for Learn Something? I, I am motivated. I right, am ready. Let, let's get into it then. Okay. Okay, there, these are just a couple little-known facts about New Year's. Uh, the earliest recorded festivities in honor of a New Year's date back from 4,000 years, back some 4,000 years to ancient Babylon. 
Um, they consider the new year on the first new moon following the vernal equinox. The vernal equinox is the day in late March that has an equal amount of sunlight and darkness. They'd celebrate by having a massive religious festival as a celebration. I see. Yes. So now, but in 46 BC, Julius Caesar accepted January 1st as the date for the new year. Now, I looked at a couple countries to see how they celebrated, and our friends to the north, Canada, they do like we do with the fireworks, etc. However, in some rural areas, in particularly the province of Quebec, some people spend the night ice fishing with groups of friends. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Ice fishing? Yes, yes. I'm good with the fishing, the ice, no. Sounds chilly. Yeah, yeah, chilly. Uh, in Asia, they decorate their windows with a red paper cutting designs, um, and they go shopping, and they clean house is one of the traditions. Really? Yes, yes. Carrie, I don't know about that one. You know, I might have to pass on that one. The cleaning in the house? Yeah, as a tradition for on New Year's? Yeah, New Year's Day, clean the house. Okay, okay. Uh, they eat dumplings and they eat these noodles that are called longevity noodles that should never be cut or broken. It's for good luck. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Now, in Africa, they have street parties, live music, and most of the celebrations are done outside or on the beach. Okay? That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. The strange, Better than ice fishing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The strangest food I found eaten New Year's is in Poland and Scandinavia. They eat pickled herring at midnight to bring a year of prosperity and bounty. I see. Yes, yes. Um, And then the most often desserts eaten on New Year's Eve are snickerdoodle bars and hot chocolate cookies. Have you all had either one of those? No. Hot chocolate cookies? Yes, hot chocolate no, cookies. Never heard no. of that. Or snickerdoodle bars. I've no. had snickerdoodle cookies, but right. not bars. Not bars, yeah. Lastly, do you all know the first region to celebrate the new year each year? The first the first ones uh, who in the world the, in the world where like quote the ball drops. Where uh, that is. I do not. Asia? No. Um, it is Kiritamati. Kiritamati, that's what I was going to say. Okay, so what's, right what's the, the, my, okay, my what's the other name Kiritamati. that people call Kiritamati, though there's an easier name they call it. What is that, Kenyan? Well, my friends, they call it Mott Town. Whatever. That's what my friends call okay, it. Okay, it's, it's also... Kiramati, Kira, yeah, they call it Mott Town. Whatever. It's also known as Christmas Island. Christmas uh, Island. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, that, I mean, some people do call it that. Yeah, okay, everybody. <laughs> it's 932 miles west of Australia. Australia. And okay. they have like 2,000 people. They do. Okay. Gotcha. They really do. Um, um, New Year's comes to them first. The first major islands to reach the New Year are Tonga, Samoa, and parts of New Zealand an hour later. Gotcha. I see. Then is it Hawaii? Uh, I, I didn't go that far now, Carrie. So, Come on um, now. It's, it's, it's Hawaii <laughs> or Tonga, one of those one of those islands. No, no, I said that. Tonga, Samoa, and parts of New England. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that happens, guys. That that happens. Uh, I I will tell you this, okay? What I think is going to happen is on New Year's, I'm going to have both of you all clean the house. That way, we can bring into the new year with a house being cleaned, and we can carry on those traditions. Don't worry, I'll make a list for you. No, no, I don't need a list. Good idea. I don't need a list made. Okay. I, I will start what? working on that tonight. That way I can party tomorrow and yeah. I'll be ready to celebrate my clean house that you're going to have on the first. If birds. you think I need to have Carrie and Terry clean the house on New Year's. Give me a hell yeah. No. 
No. Fantastic. We, we are, will offer to sleep in New Year's Day while you're clean, cooking and cleaning in the living room and kitchen. I'm and a, clean the baseboards. Uh, yes. Take me outside. How about that? That ain't happening, but we need to move on. We need to move on to Am I the A hole? For sure. Are you, Let's uh, move on. Don't do that. No, I know what you're trying to do here. I know what you're, I know what you know. I love what, it. Just, I love it. I you're love on it, Carrie. Seven, eight, five. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, so here it is. Here's the setting. I know what you're trying to do. Where's you're not the setting? This is the setting for Am I the A hole? Yes. So here, sure. no, no, no. That's not how this goes. Let's get going. That's not how it goes. Okay. Okay, you're on probation. All right, moving on. Yes! You're on probation. Diplomatic community, Carrie. Okay, here it goes. I live in the north, and it recently snowed, so we had snow banks and slick roads everywhere. I'm driving home from work. In front of me is an older woman who has been driving slowly and weaving slash drifting. She stays in her lane, but will sometimes cross the white line or drive on top of the double yellow line. We are approaching a stoplight that has a double left turn lane. She gets in the right side of the left turn lane. Okay. Okay. So she's on the right side. I'm in the left of the left turn lane. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We're next to each other. The light goes green and we both proceed into the intersection. Now, something about this intersection, the dual left turn lanes are very tight. Mm-hmm. And both lanes require you to be paying full attention. The That's inner lane, ice, right? The inner, yes. The inner lane is very, very tight, and there's a legitimate risk you'll hit any cars if you turn too early. Okay. Okay. The outer lane goes far into the intersection before actually turning, making it look like you're going to drive into incoming traffic. Okay. 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 So right. she's in the outer lane, right? Yeah. She's uh-huh. in the outer lane. So the older lady is in the outer lane predictably begins to take her turn a little too tightly and crosses the dash white line into my lane. Mm -hmm. I honk. It startles her. And instead of breaking, she slams the gas pedal and hits the curb, hitting a snowbank and a pedestrian crosswalk signal. Oh, man. No one was injured or hurt, but her car is beat up. Okay. I pull forward and off to the side, run over to her, along with a few others, to make sure she's all right, she starts screaming that I did this to her and she will make sure I pay. (laughs) I asked someone else to stay by for the cops to be a witness because I think she was going to blame me. The Uh cops come. We both tell our stories. She claimed that I drifted into her lane and she had to dodge to avoid me hitting her. (laughs) But luckily, people nearby told the cop what I did and the cops eventually let me go. Uh-huh. Over the last few days, I've been telling this story, and multiple people said that I was the a-hole, saying I didn't need to honk and could have easily let her go. It kind of filled me with doubt about the situation, so I thought I'd ask the internet for clarification. Am wow. I the a-hole? Now, who should I ask this to first? I'm going to go with our guest. Terry, what say you? Is he the a-hole? He knew about the woman already so he should have just given her right away whatever just let her go ahead of him that's what it because he already knew that she had some issues so i think that's what he should have done so you're saying no, he's the a-hole is that what the, you're saying i yeah 
You're saying yeah. he's the a-hole. Yes, because he knew and she's oh, old. Thank you, no. Terry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for your feedback. Okay, Carrie, what say you? Well, you know, since it was cold and snowy, it, you you have to give people a little bit of grace. Thank oh, you. Hell so, no. wait a minute. Wait, Carrie, wait, wait, you wait, give wait, no wait. one grace. Time out. You Time give out. no one grace. You give no one grace, okay? This is as my sister I, Terry learned said. A, I learned a life lesson when I was 16, this okay? Is, this is as my sister oh my. told me. My sister told me two weeks ago. This is the pot calling the skillet black, okay? <laughs> Which it's not really is the pot calling the kettle black, but that's for another time, okay? Uh, all right. You give no I, I one lear- grace. I learned a life lesson at 16. Okay, what did you learn? When it comes to elderly people, you cannot honk. Because no. I was at a red we were at a red light it turned green and they did not move i laid on the horn they did not move yes so i just continued to lay on the horn right and do you know what i got i got a shaky middle finger up in the oh, mirror shaky <laughs> and then, they, shaky middle and then finger. they burned rubber out they did. <laughs> they did. Funny. And i was appalled you were appalled I was. I so oh, well. I, I no longer honk at elderly people. It startles them. It angers them. If you see it coming, just back away this and, is what and I adjust. And let, exactly. Just adjust. Just let them go. This is what I will say. They're trying their best. Yeah. There are several factors regarding this whole thing. I will say that he was not the a-hole. Okay. okay? The first factor is the weather. Okay. It's yes. terrible. Yeah. The second factor is that she's a woman. And the third factor is that she's elderly, which is a double. That is a a perfect storm for a car accident. Okay. Diplomatic immunity. You don't have to. I said what uh -uh. I said. No. Okay. And you're wrong and you're wrong. Because, you know, there's certain things that you that make a terrible mix. Okay. You have a woman behind the wheel. Okay. An elderly woman behind the wheel in bad weather. Okay, and I, for one, I will honk the hell out of you if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Guys, I drive a 1998 Nissan Altima, and I cannot have that car. I cannot have my car get hit. People are honking at you. Me too. I cannot have my 1998 Nissan Altima get hit. Okay, so if this woman, if I was in this situation, I would have laid on the horn, and when she would have wrecked, what I would have done after she wrecked. I'd have rolled down my window on my 1998 Altima after she'd wrecked into the crossing signal or this crossing sign or whatever. And I would have looked at her and I said, lady, you can't park here. <laughs> That's what I would have said. <laughs> you can't park there. And then I would have hit the gas and rolled out. Okay. And then I would have went home and I would have went on with my day. This is ridiculous. This guy does not Sounds need like to be you feeling... and the preacher need to go to confession. No, don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't job. put me in with the preacher. <laughs> don't put me in the with the boiler room pre- please, <laughs> preacher. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm I agree, Carrie. Good a, one. I'm going to tell you right now, guys. He is We're going to group you in that category. He is not the a-hole, okay? <laughs> okay. Man, be careful. I, I don't think he's an a-hole. I just think, like, you saw it coming. Right, so That's, right. that's you, my whole thing. I don't think he's yeah. an a-hole. I just think he he knew what was coming. You know, you drive defensively. Yes. Yeah, I see. And yes. in the words of my good friend Jeffrey, he lives in Kansas, he would always tell me, women drivers, no survivors. 
Jeffrey who? Jeffrey who? But, uh, but I digress. I'm not going to give his full name. <laughs> Guys, we're running out of time. I would tell you, but we ran out of time. Mm-hmm. We ran out of time. Uh-huh. And real quick, guys, I will tell you, I looked at the analytics and we are looking good as far as people listening to the show. We are, I meant to say this at the very beginning of the show, but you know what? I'm going to say it now. We have listened from Germany, Canada, Brazil, Denmark, and Belgium. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yes. And in the States, we have, you know, Texas, Kansas always represents Connecticut, New York, Iowa, California, Illinois, Florida, Oregon, Virginia. Okay. And Louisiana. So guys, tell a friend. And Hawaii. Wasn't your friend Hawaii? Yes. And Hawaii. Tell a friend to tell a friend, guys. Carrie, do you have any final thoughts? Any final thoughts for us? I just wish everybody a healthy and happy new year and learn one new thing next year. Teach yourself one new thing next year that brings you joy. Okay, fantastic. And Terry, did you have a good time? I asked you, did you have a good time? Yes, I did have a good time. I had a wonderful time. Okay, do you have any final thoughts for us? Any final thoughts? Yes, for 2024, don't take yourself too seriously. Smile and be kind. Smile and be kind. I love that. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, guys, I'm going to leave you with this diplomatic immunity. And here, the last one for 2023. Speak from your heart. Sending sending love to everyone who experienced the worst of their mental health this year. I'm so proud of us for doing our best to be okay. The journey hasn't been perfect, but we made it. And we will continue to blue skies and a tailwind we will see you in 2024 we love y'all you're on board flight 785 portos motorheads geeks sluts bloods wasteoids dweebies dickheads they all adore him they think he's a righteous dude 